Let's get ready to rumble. After a long hiatus and a few large sicknesses, we are back. Uh, mostly back. <laughs> Dan's not dead. Yay! I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Welcome back to Rain City Supercars episode... 11. 11. We're glad to be back. Yeah. Fun holiday season. Well, I had a great holiday season. Dan had a holiday season on his back and not the good type. Yeah, it was a, a sickness. I felt like I've been sick since Thanksgiving, honestly. Get up and get down with the sickness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still managed to make a uh, pretty major road trip up into the uh, very cold north. Uh, Everybody knows when you have bronchitis, you should go someplace really cold. I think that helps, doesn't it? Man, I had terrible bronchitis. Like, coughing all night, not able to sleep bronchitis. And, You're old. Yeah. Okay, it's true. Cough drops became a food group for me. Yeah, yeah well, it's got fruit in it. I mean, if they say cherry, there's got to be some cherry in it, you know? Yeah, so about, I think it was about a week before Christmas, I was just kind of rough. We had uh, planned on doing our last episode, or an, a new episode for Christmas and the holidays, and my voice went gone. And I mean, I, like... And nobody wants to listen to me talk for 45 minutes. I don't even want to listen to me talk, so... <laughs> and not having Dan was tough. It felt like puberty all over again, but it works. <laughs> like, it was... Uh, you want to explain that feeling to our, our <laughs> listeners there, Dan? I mean, this is a car show, but if you need to take it there, we can, you know... Whatever makes you happy. It was terrible. Trust me, I would much rather have been recording, and uh, I know we should have put more up. I tried to post on Facebook with our status, but man, it was a rough holiday. I posted a Christmas photo for you. I did, I did my did. technological best I could and told people you were sick and not dead, and so we're good. <laughs> uh, but we are now starting to get hate mail from people, literally. Um, some saying, where the hell are you? Get your asses back on the radio. We want to hear from you, which is surprising to me. That was flattering. I was very happy uh -huh. to receive that message. Uh -huh. Apparently, in uh, one of our previous episodes, I mentioned something about a uh, PT Cruiser. Um, got my first little, you know, somebody challenging me to one that is a, uh, a fast and mean one. So we'll have to talk about that later in life. Uh, I kind of love the idea of a fast PT Cruiser. Well, any PT Cruiser is fast you go downhill. So. <laughs> yeah, so this is the first time we also, Nick and I actually went back to the gym today. And the first really time not. since before the holiday... Between me being sick, I, he went one time without me because I was too sick to even go. Yeah, that is, I mean, I love M2 Fitness and they are still a sponsor of ours. But Squared, now you're I'm really going to get some trouble. Oh, I'm leaving that in boy, just to get us in trouble. Just, okay, I know, I'll, I'll, I'll learn that. That, that. That's my punishment. But uh, yeah, Ricky kicked my butt when you were gone. I was wishing you were there. So. <laughs> She's good at that. Along, so don't worry. So um, a lot happened, obviously, you know, um, so a lot of things in the car world, a lot of things in, in the, the Northwest car world. We've had some really good weather around here. We've had some really crappy weather around here. Dan was sick. Uh, obviously, there was a few holidays in between there where we both kind of took some time off and regrouped and realized it's really hard to come back to work and come back to working out afterwards. Yeah, it was rough, man. I was, I felt like I wanted to take a nap. And I, like, you know, you're tired when you're working out. You're not just tired from the workout, but you get it on the floor. You're like, I'm just going to go to sleep. It's tempting. I mean, we all get to that point where it's just like, it's less energy to just lay there. You know, <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally, yeah. especially when you're emotionally beaten. But um, since our last episode, like I said, it's been the holiday season. Um, we both kind of took some time off and enjoyed with our families and friends and each other. I, I know I had a wonderful time with my family, nice quiet Christmas, a few hiccups here and there, but that's, uh, that's the holiday, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you said you took a nice trip up north. Uh, where'd, you all, where'd you go? I did uh, about 2,600 miles in total. I went up to uh, Revelstoke, then over to Emerald Lake Lodge, Emerald Lake, uh, which is just outside of Alberta on the border in northern BC. 
then Lake Louise, Banff, uh, down to uh, just outside of Glacier, up to Kalispell and uh, Missoula, Montana, and then down to Boise, the longest way possible. Now, for most people going that way, I tell them to go down Lolo Pass. Amazing drive, gorgeous pass, tons of fun in the summer, and they take good care of it in the winter. I, of course, being myself, went the longer, much more scenic way with no towns. Uh, I found a little ghost town, which was super cool. Because it's important in the middle of winter that you're in the, out in the middle of nowhere and there's no help. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> yep. I'm assuming this is going to be showing up on Dan's drives here pretty soon? Yes, I'm actually working on the route right now and writing, doing a full ride up there. But, uh, man, it was cold even for the Banff uh, Lake Louise area. It, for them, it was way colder than normal. We had, a, in Fahrenheit, negative about the low I think we saw, lowest we saw was negative 17 with a nice high during the day of about zero. How'd the cruiser do? Fantastic. Okay. It was, uh, it was actually really fun on the, um, on the drive up, no problems. I mean, road's covered in ice, but that thing does, handles it so well. But one of the more fun things we did is I, I took a, the long way around Flathead Lake, which is the east side for people around there. And of course the highway, you know, obviously, well, that seems safer. Well, that seems boring. So at nighttime, we drove around Flathead Lake uh, where it was just fresh snow, dumping, weather warnings everywhere we go. We had about four inches of snow. Uh, drop us we were going, saw about four cars for 100 miles, it was great. And the nice thing about going around Flathead Lake is if you go around the, the outside, well, that's actually the nice area. Uh, it, it's, everybody thinks of Montana as like the total redneck area, but uh, Flathead's pretty dang nice. So it's big sky, of course. And so going around there, we had the road to ourselves, big wide open road, and of course, in the cruiser, you don't worry about that stuff. It's such a fun way to look at the road in a very different way. You look at inclement weather and it, some, it's intimidating in a car or something. When you've got a purpose-built vehicle like that, it's just fun. It's not, even a, it's not even really a challenge. It's actually safer because there's nobody around you. It doesn't slide around you with that fresh powder. It just gives it great traction. Man, I just love that thing more and more. Well, I mean, you, 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 you put your heart and soul into it. Flathead Lake is one of my favorite places in the world. I love Montana. My family, unfortunately, has some history there where my, my, my uncle passed away there. Um, was in a very successful country band. But... Um, I love that area. I mean, some of the homes on, on the edges of the, that lake are incredible, and the, the views are incredible, but I kind of miss Montana. I keep, I was telling Dan not too long ago that we need to do a trip to Montana or something like that, or do like the, we're talking about Yellowstone, we're not Yellowstone, we're talking about doing, yeah, it was Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. And then head down to, um, what's the next one? Uh, Grand Teton National Park. It's my talking map. Jackson, Wyoming. Some people have ways, I have Dan. <laughs> It's so much more convenient. I actually looked at that. We were uh, very much contemplating going over toward, uh, all the way over to Yellowstone. But it was just, just too far for our trip for the weekend. Sure. You know, because everybody does 3,000 mile weekends. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you built that cruiser for a reason. And you guys got up there and had a wonderful time. And um, I saw some really nice photos on Facebook that people can catch up on, which we'll, we'll probably end up posting some of that stuff up on uh, Rain City Supercar so you can kind of see Dan's adventure. I didn't take too many photos because uh, over the Christmas holiday I was in my pajamas at my parents' house cooking dinner, which is was fine with me. So hey, you rang in the New Year though. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, took a nice little trip uh, with a good friend of ours, Jason Bora. Skied for the first time in like four or five years. Actually, we went boarding up at Stevens and it dumped close to three feet. We were up there. Um, <laughs> it was just beautiful, you know, skiing on, on the backside and, and, and knee deep powder, and um, had a wonderful time. And then ended up in Leavenworth for Christmas or for New Year's and. Thought it was going to be a lot more of a celebration there, which I'm fine with what there wasn't. We had a wonderful time. I uh, actually got to spend some time with the, uh, the Boreogs and then another good friend of ours, uh, the D'Amatos, his whole family, one of our photographers from Exotics, and had a wonderful time just sort of sitting around the campfire and relaxing, which is, I didn't know I needed, but I definitely needed, and was 
really enjoyable. So and then came back on Monday and back to the grind, which was tough to get back into. So yeah, I posted a. It reminded me as I was doing all this driving and obviously a lot of driving, but uh, I am uh, I'm at home in the spaces between. There's a a movie I watched a while back. It's based on a book Tracks. It's a pretty famous Australian book about a, a girl who basically walks with some camels across Australia. And one of her famous quotes, I'm going to, I feel bad that I can't remember the name of the author. Um, but she talks about how she's one of those people who feels at home in the spaces between. It's not about the destination. It's about what's in between those spaces. And for me, like those long days on the road only bother me for having like a sore back for sitting so long. But I absolutely love uh, Robin Davidson. Thank you, assistant. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, she's telling us we're number one. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. So Robin Davidson tracks. I, I recommend everybody yeah, watch it. <laughs> For example, as we're driving all the way from, we drove from Missoula to Boise in the same day. Okay, and taking yeah. the long way, um, we stopped off at this little ghost town. I saw a sign and talked about it. Do you want to stop? Do you want to stop? I was like, yeah, why not? We're in the middle of nowhere. It's Idaho. What could go wrong? And so, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> So anyway, we pull over and uh, we're going up the uh, going up this back road, and I come across this guy uh, with a trailer. It's got two ATVs on the back, and it's a you know ATVing is a huge thing up in Idaho. Super cool. Uh, it's called Bay Horse was the name of the ghost town. If anybody wants to look it up, I highly recommend going to check it out. Uh, it was the gate was actually closed this time of year, so just a disclaimer: you can still hike up to it and stuff. But uh, there is a gate to it. It was a as much as a hole in the wall as it looked like. Uh, it was this fun little detour, and as we're leaving back, I run into the guy, and he waves us down, and he asks if he can drive up farther with this big, long trailer with his ATV. So we said, no, he was in a big, wide turnaround. So said, no, you're in a good spot. But sure enough, he's got a 45 on his hip. Yeah, and he's, he's prepared for the, uh, yeah, oh, the wilderness. Yeah, I mean, this is out there. Yeah. You Actually, it's a good idea to carry a gun like that, especially because it's definitely bear country. Even though it was winter, you're going to get the lowland black bears and stuff like that. Super nice guy. I absolutely loved it. I was... Well, I mean... You and I have talked about this before. Some of the people you meet on your travels, I mean, just in life are incredible. Like, you and I have met some really interesting people heading down the coast, down to Monterey, and some of the trips you've taken. We've, had, yeah. we've met some really friend, people, friends and things like that that are good people. But um, I think you're right. I, I, I just, I was, when you were sitting there thinking, talking about the space in between, I'm thinking, I'm starting to see space in between your ears, but I kind of get what you're saying now. So. Yeah, we were up in, um, uh, outside Emerald Lake Lodge. And if you ever look at Emerald Lake Lodge, it's an extremely famous. Uh, Famous Emerald place. Lake Lodge is the one on Lake Louise? No, no it's on Emerald Lake. Emerald Lake but okay. if you look at the photos online for Emerald Lake, you'll see tons of photos of this place. It's one of the most photographed places in Canada. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we were talking there, we met, met these two slightly intoxicated couple from Calgary. Super in nice Canada? people. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk on maple syrup happens to the best of us. They were really great people, and they were telling us all the places to go because they come up there all the time, and they found this little place called uh, Truffle Pigs. Uh, it's in a town of Field, BC, right on the Alberta border, right across from Emble Lake. Okay. And the guy who owns this place was apparently, or so the story we were told goes, and I believe it after having the food, uh, a Michelin star chef who wanted to retire and go someplace quiet. Like the Michelin book from like Europe? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And so uh, he moved to Field, British Columbia in this little tiny town and okay. opened a restaurant, restaurant called Truffle Pigs. I went there, talked to the waitress, and I was like, what about the, uh, wasn't the shirt I wanted, and then this guy comes out. He says, get the uh, mac and cheese, it's the best you'll ever have. I don't know, I was like, bold words, but 
We'll yeah, see. I mean, I, we have some great. Dan and I are connoisseurs of mac and cheese, and we, unfortunately, being here with some of the places that make it with Beecher's cheese, it's hard to beat. But yeah. Um, yeah, he was right. Okay. Without yeah. a doubt, the best mac and cheese I've ever had. I and really appreciate you telling me that, and not bringing anything back, because now I want to. You could have froze it and brought it back. <laughs> yeah, I could have. I walking outside. It's good. <laughs> Warmed up in my microwave. <laughs> Truffle pig, okay. Yeah, truffle pigs, field British Columbia, look it up online. The place is amazing. Um, it was just, it was a fun trip of things like that. And that was my favorite kind of trip where things just happen. You don't plan every little detail. You just find your way through the day by talking to people, exploring little places. Yeah, have a destination in mind, but take your time getting there. Go the way you want when you want. Yeah. It was great. Sounds like a good time. Well, uh, let's, uh, on the end of that, let's take a quick uh, break and we'll come right back. All right. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free, but remember you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. And uh... Well, uh, during the break, management, a.k.a management who remains nameless apparently uh handed dan some um what are we going to call them talking points yes they handed me one that just says i like boobs i don't disagree that seems fair love thyself um so let's go back into this a little bit more right, now that you've kind of uh done a little more research which is surprised me that you didn't know every single road you were on <laughs> um even the ones that didn't have names you know like joe bob's back road things like that I'm one of those people that can drive you anywhere, but you ask me, I'm usually, I'm getting better because I try and study it more. But Many of us can tell you your drive is crazy, but yeah, <laughs> um, management is agreeing. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, you said, so you, you basically, you went out of Seattle, give, give us a brief overview here yeah. of kind of this route. So, uh, I went up through the Sumas border crossing, which is, uh, uh, it's a better border crossing, but there's no direct way to it. mid-state? Uh, no, it's before you're going across Highway 20. It's just like probably 20 miles uh, east of Bellingham. So the main Peace Arch crossing out of Washington. Okay, so it kind of wise up there. Is yeah, you're just going to head off to the right there. Okay. And I went up there, no big deal crossing the border. Uh, it's a beautiful drive out of there, though. Even if you're, if, this is a beautiful summer drive. Uh, the downside, and I mentioned this in dance drives before, I got nine rock chips on this drive, all of which were between uh, the border and Banff. Every single one. Okay. And it's just, they gravel those roads. They turn their highways into gravel roads this time of year. And it doesn't matter. Between gravel trucks or it doesn't matter how far back you are, cars coming the other way are throwing rocks at you. So, Jeez. yeah, it's brutal. Okay. Uh, worth it, but brutal. But uh, I highly recommend this drive in the summer. It's a lot cleaner. I have a couple of friends and listeners that have done this drive and helped me with it. Uh, Ryan, I know he's listening. Uh, he, I think he took uh, his McLaren up there even. Yeah, he's got the yellow 570. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah he's, he is a great driver. Great guy to talk about notes for driving for me. He's helped me out a lot with Dan's drives. The funny part, though, is on the way back. Up there is beautiful. You can't really have a bad road in Canada. But I always tell people it's not the best driving area because at 40 kilometers over the limit, they'll just take your car. And they mean it. Well, they can catch you while they're riding a moose across the plains. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any moose up there. I've what? never seen a moose in Canada. How do you go seen Canada them all and not see in the moose? U.S. I know. I was disappointed. Uh, the border crossing I went back to in Montana. That's more of a northern Idaho, Montana thing. But, hey, uh, be calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
The border crossing I came back on, though, through Montana is this town of Rooseville, Montana. Or maybe. Rooseville, Montana. That sounds like a good place to get in a bar fight. If they had one. Oh, what? <laughs> the it's only not a town if they don't have a bar. The only thing in Rooseville is the. Uh, what do you. The. The well, duty. Walmart, no, the, not even. Not no. even. It's a duty free and like two gates. There's no Nexus lane. There's just like one guy hanging out there going, well. You seem fine. Go away. Welcome back. Actually, it was funny. The guy out there, it was, it was uh, they do joint border out there, so you don't have, like, an American side and a Canadian side. You just have one for, it's the same people on both sides. Okay. And the dude was a total hard ass. <laughs> like, everywhere I go. <laughs> it was like, hard ass on you? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, you, well, you got to think about it. If, if, if you're going to do something illegal, that's where you would go. Like, you, I mean, you <laughs> find, like, you know, Podunk, or what is it called? Rockville, or... Rooseville. Rooseville, sorry. Yeah, of course, if I had a canoe, I probably could have crossed without any incident because there's like nobody out there. I see you're rowing across the border. I am. <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> Welcome back to America. But uh, that highway, though, coming out of Banff is uh, Highway 93 South. And we've, I followed that all the way down to Idaho. And that is just a fantastic road. If you, anybody's looking for a really fun drive to do, in the summer especially, that route from Montana South is just nothing but scenic. It's just an amazing drive. I highly recommend it to anybody. The, the catch being is be, between Missoula and into Idaho is just absolutely nothing. So you, did you come into Idaho and then in, into Montana and down? Is that how? So I can't, no, I came in, I came in through Montana all oh. the way down straight. It's pretty much straight down to Flathead into Cal, yeah. from Kalispell. Then into Missoula, and then Missoula straight down into Idaho. Because Idaho curves into, you know, Montana's not straight. So I've heard, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, you, you basically cross right right before Lolo, instead of taking Lolo Pass into Idaho. Which, again, Lolo is probably a better driver's road if you're just looking for the, the scenic route. But everybody's done that, I feel like, if you're from the Pacific Northwest. Lolo's a very popular pass to go on. So if you're looking for something different, this goes on forever. And oh my word, is it twisty. I don't recommend it in a car with super stiff suspension, though. Those uh, frost heaves over the pass there. And frost heaves are like those ridges on the road where it separates a little bit and kind of turns into okay. a... For those of us that aren't here, I just, like, I raised one eyebrow. And Dan knows me so well. He's like, you can describe it to him. Talk <laughs> down to Dan. Talk down to Dan. Okay, so frost heaves. Yeah, like these little ridges on the road. People throwing up on the side of the road, heaving in, in the frost. But okay. But this is... This, uh, this section of the highway that goes into Boise from, uh, I think it's Loman. Yeah, Loman's the name of the town, is a 21. And on the map, you look at it, you're like, man, this is just awesome. It's up in the ridges. I mean, we took it back from uh, Kirkham Hot Springs where you broke your ass. Yeah, I don't talk about that. <laughs> this is a true story. <laughs> yeah, uh, side note, Dan and I went to some hot springs with uh, uh, Jenna and her family, and, and Dan fell, and I was like, ha, that's funny. And then I, then I fell and seriously hurt my neck and... You know, I still have scars on my body. <laughs> he seriously so, does have scars. Like, I was laughing oh, at him earlier. Okay. Great. Wonderful hot springs, actually. Um, but wear shoes. And um, so the tip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wear shoes. <laughs> I mean, and the funny part about that was, not to get off track, I was three feet from the river. And if I had I fallen in the river, would have been cold. Still not as much pain as I was in there. Yeah. Yeah. I broke my ass, too, actually, that time. I fell straight on my ass on the rocks. Oh, hurt for weeks. <laughs> You know, and everybody there was so drunk on radio, they did. They're like, "Oh, that guy fell." Oh, he didn't float away. We're good. <laughs> so, all right, it's a very accurate program. Before we talk about Nick doing something stupid, imagine that. I know our <laughs> listeners will be so surprised. Uh, yeah. So this highway, twenty-one South. Um, if you're coming out of Boise, if you go up to the first turnaround, awesome drive. Virtually nobody on it. Just twisties all the way up. 
great views, just perfect condition highway. But as soon as you get past that first turnaround, it turns into about, oh, 100 miles of small speed bumps, like driving on the rumble strips. <laughs> so gorgeous view. Like I said, I mean, you're riding a ridgeline right around the mountains yeah, at the top. You're taking your time. Yeah, in the in the cruiser, no big deal. Even in like a, if you had like a sportier sedan, like a, an M5 or an S4 or something like that, you'd probably be doing really well on this road. Yeah. But something tuned really tight. So no. It was it was the weather that was causing the bumps, not. The no, no, no. It has, the frost eaves are where the the cement actually buckles up from oh, the frost. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, it's built in. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's a but road conditions are fine. Cruiser handled it with ease. Uh, I'm. It is maybe the only time I've ever seen this. I got kind of sick of the tour of the corners because the that thing, it's like rolling a boat through corners, man. Oh, the cruiser. I, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it, 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 I understand you're you're painting a vivid picture, but you're also painting like you know I feel like a, the Flintstones like pedaling down the. That's kind of what it feels like in the cruiser sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the cruiser. Don't worry. <laughs> So then you came down, you went all the way down to Boise to visit some friends. Yep. Um, and had a wonderful New Year's there, and then uh, drove your way. Did you, did you just take normal roads back? Took the standard route back. Look at you. I know. Being all Clark Griswold. I know, nice and short. Nice nine and a half hour drive straight from Boise to Seattle. Oh, I've done that drive with you. Many times, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, that sounds like a, a heck of a, a nice little vacation for you guys. And um, sounds like you had fun, and I'm a little jealous, but uh, I'm also stayed warm, so... Uh, counted as a win for me, and I didn't fall out of river this time. So yeah, win-win, win-win. All right, well, let's uh, take one more quick little break, and then we'll be back. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness. Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m2-fitness.com. Mention Rain City Supercars, get your first session free. All right, we're back. This has been our little... Uh... Catch Dan, up session. Yeah, Dan did something with cars over break session. Yeah, Dan's got a better story than I do, but that's okay. I don't I come up with better stories. Most of them will still probably involve Dan, but that's okay. <laughs> We're a team. Um, I'm going to take this last part. Uh, Dan and I are kind of talking about what's going to be going on this year with uh, Rain City Supercars. We've got a couple of uh, couple of trips planned that we know of right now. We're going to be heading to Arizona in a couple of weeks for Bear Jackson. Yay! And the, uh, an event that I'm helping some friends put on called the Arizona Jet Center, which if you're down there, is a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to get bigger and bigger. And then we'll obviously be back in Monterey this year. And we're hoping to do shows and, and programs at, in both locations if we can. Doing a drive down there as well. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be setting up a drive, which um, we will be making somewhat public. We'll be a little bit yeah. uh, snobby of people we can deal with. But, um, <laughs> well, you got to be careful on drives. <laughs> I've, you know, we've talked about that a hundred times. That's one thing. I, I was talking about it on... I think Seattle Cars and Coffee or something, where I don't do public meets that aren't controlled yeah. anymore. Yeah. And, and it's... Yeah. Well, and, and you know, Dan and I have been, you know, we've done this drive the last couple of years and we really have surrounded ourselves with good people and we're looking forward to another fun drive. We, we, we don't do it as a rally. We're not rallying. We're not driving fast. We have a lot of fun. We've stuck to the coast the last few years. We're, we're thinking about changing that up, but that's definitely something you're going to be seeing. Um, we're really going to start bringing a lot more guests in. We're hoping to do a lot of guest appearance on this show. Everybody from our good friends of ours from exotics to places in, in the car world to a lot of companies that we'd love to we'd love to have come on here and talk about what they do and what they you know and how they are a part of the car community here. Yeah, and hopefully give you guys some knowledge about the insider workings of some of the local businesses that you might not know because uh, it's it's interesting when you get the inside out view. Oh yeah, like I said, we've got a lot of neat stuff planned. Everything from from hopefully detail shops to 
I'm trying to line up something of a, a gentleman, a friend of mine that's in the insurance industry that kind of comes wants to come in and talk about how you should insure your things, and not just your cars, but your home, and making sure that you're. It sounds kind of boring, but it's one of these these aha moments where you go, oh boy, if I'm going to protect myself, I really have to protect myself. So yeah, and these are, we're not bringing these people on or, as sponsors. I mean, no. one or two. This is just we we think you guys will find it. Rather interesting to get a much more honest, inside-out point of view about these things. All these people have been aha moments to me, so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> everything from uh, mechanics to auto body to, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, insurance. Uh, the guys. Uh, and we're looking for. We're 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 always constantly looking for people. Um, you know, Dan and I uh, obviously have our day, our multiple day jobs, but we want to continue to do this and we want to have fun. And if you guys have something you think would be a fun topic, or if you want to come talk about a topic, we'd love to do that. I mean, yeah. all you have to do is be able to sit on my couch and drink beer. So those are the qualifications. The standards are very high. Standards are very <laughs> low morals, high standards. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I, for, I almost forgot. Nick oh. told me the other day that he had decided on a vehicle. Okay, so this is, I don't know if I've decided. I, I have decided. Like I said, I my daily, as everybody knows, I've got that... Uh, that 325XI, which started as a 325XI, which is full dining, I've loved it. It's, it's been a great car. Yeah. But it's to the point now, and I cared for it, I've cared for it. I mean, it's 146,000 miles in that car now. I've had really no problems. I'm starting to have problems. I'm starting to have major problems. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's gonna get a transfer case this year. But um, I have, this is the first time, and, and I, it was funny because I was bringing this up to Dan, and he was like, I'm thinking the same thing. Yep. The new Wrangler. Is coming out and it's in a diesel and it's I mean they got it, it, and I, I okay so long story short you know when you're a kid maybe and maybe this doesn't apply to Dan as much as it applies to me like I was one of those kids that needed motivation to get good grades and things like that oh totally okay and my parents always said you know if you do really really well we're gonna get, we'll get you we'll get you an old Wrangler and you can uh, yeah you used to say I never had a Wrangler so <laughs> you can you can take that the way you want to take it um I had a 1979 Ford Granada lovely car. Um, but I have seen the new Wrangler, and I mean, the diesel doesn't come out until next year, and I really think that could be, you know, the, the next daily driver. Now, knowing, as many of you know us, Dan and I, this could change tomorrow. <laughs> so, I mean, but right now, that's where my heart is set. I, I think, um, you know, Dan and I both talked about it, and I think it'd be kind of a fun car to have. I think it'd give me a little more freedom. You know, I'll still ha- I still have the Triumph, and... You know, the company's still got the Maserati, so I mean, I'll I'll have other wheels, but I think it'd be kind of a cool, fun car. And I mean, I mean, and you've kind of put this bug in me. I mean, I've always been an outdoor person, but after being able to go wheeling and stuff with you, I think it'd be kind of fun to have something that I could take a little deeper into the mountains than the yeah. Uh, BMW. I, I'm on the exact same page as Nick. Is that thing is calling my name? Uh, I obviously the supercars have a special place in my heart. And the Wrangler man, yeah. <laughs> no, but that diesel, uh, man, when they launched that. That optional 35s from the factory, mm-hmm. optional 37s with a factory lift, yep. four inch long travel suspension with is an accessory add on in their catalog, dealer installed. Jeep is listening to their customers finally. It only took them how many years? Yeah, the most customable, customizable vehicle on the planet. And finally, they're getting from the factory support. Well, you think from a profitability standpoint, they're like, why right. do we not buy into this? Exactly. So I'm thinking, I'm gonna go extreme I want I've always wanted to do something big that I can just go just about anywhere with I'm not gonna go probably above 37s I don't want to cut into the frame and I don't want to do a complete like complete gutting of the thing but 37s long travel suspension Uh, I'm sure my friends at mule will be happy to take all my money oh yes so I figure 55 for the Jeep 30,000 in mods quite literally 
Um, but man, it, you know what? It was it my first. One of my favorite things uh, that I love doing is is actually it's not just the overlanding and not just exploring, but the snow wheeling. That's where I love it. Just that the silence, nobody around, and when in a jeep, you know, yeah, you go out there. I do actually. No, I mean, I think I think right now that's that's going to be the like growing up. You have the cars on your wall. I, in my my mental poster, that's what it is right now. It's probably a maybe red. I don't know. I started thinking about that actually. We were talking about colors. And to date, and I'm thinking, it doesn't matter what color. I'll get the cheapest color there is. And then if I want to, I'll wrap it. Or, I mean, you're going to get trail rash and crap like on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of with something that ostentatious when you're going that big. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to go like, well, as much as I like. Well, I, I, I originally like said orange. Orange and red. <laughs> orange <laughs> and red that, that really cool, like, you know, like their Verde, Verde Ithaca kind of thing. But I, I think for right now, that's, that's where I'm set. Again, as all car guys and car girls, that changes on a daily basis. Right. The way I wake up and what happens to be on Yahoo that next morning, or <laughs> yeah. you know, ooh shiny. <laughs> yeah, something shiny. Yeah. So I mean, we all know people with ADHD like me. It's squirrel. <laughs> so I'm, 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 we'll see. Like I said, I'm gonna, and I, and I'm, then again, I'm, I, I want to sit there and I, I want. I, I don't know if I want to be the first person in line going, "Here's my money." Yeah, I'm thinking it'll it comes but, out. It technically, is a 2019 launch for the diesel. I'm thinking 2021. Yeah. Being Mopar, it'll probably take them that long just to get it to run right. Who knows? Well, I still think it's great and automatic. Great, tons of torque and be a, it'll be a great car. So, who knows? You know, and maybe Rain City Supercars will make us famous more than we are in our own mind, and uh, <laughs> it'll, and it'll pay for our new Jeeps. Uh, you know, sponsored by. But unless there's a Jeep dealership that really likes us. So. I, I'm still hoping for BAC Monitor to come through. Yeah. That's all I want. I want to drive one of those Theretic Circle. That's that's my dream. Not a Jeep. Not not something practical. I want to take a BAC Mono. Drive it all the way to the North Pole. I want you to do that, Dan. And I promise to come visit you when they cut you out of the cockpit because you're frozen. Anyway. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I had to go to the bathroom and, and glued myself to the carbon fibers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a lot coming up. Like I said before... If you guys have an idea or you want to hear from somebody or you, you think you got an idea, come talk to us. You know, everybody, you know, that's the great thing about Rain City Supercars is, you know, we, we try to get out there. We try to get to know everybody. We're trying to be a part of all of the car community, not just one one part of the yeah. community. So Dan and I are really looking forward to this year. We're, we're glad to be given the opportunity that people want to hear us, which is great. And we hope that you have a, you know, a, a, had a wonderful last year and have a very profitable this year. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Dan? Nope, just glad to be back. I'm glad that I actually have most of my voice back, and uh, we're looking forward to getting back on track and doing even more shows for you guys this year. Uh, we appreciate all you guys listening and telling your friends about us, and we love the feedback. Makes well, us... the positive feedback. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the negative feedback when it's about Nick. I don't know. I guess, I guess, I'm going to have to get used to that. Like I said, if I'm going to open my mouth, there's going to be consequences. <laughs> so, my mom always said that. I love you, mom. <laughs> so that's the end of episode 11. Um, we've got episode 12 coming up real soon. Um, we're going to be having... Um, Adam from Avance come in. Yeah. Kramer. Um, hopefully he was uh, he was supposed to join us tonight, but he was a little ill. It's um, not my fault. I, did, I didn't I didn't hug him too much. Dan's it's been not my our, fault. Our guest. So hopefully Adam will be in here. We'll be here to hear our, uh, that episode real soon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Nick. And I'm Dan. And uh, don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.